Welcome, everyone, to the Uppy and Stash podcast. I'm your host, Uppy. With me, uh, returning after a small hiatus, is Beardo. Beardo, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, fantastic. Glad yeah, to good to back. see you. How you been the last couple of weeks? Uh, working too much. Uh, working from sunup till way past sundown. So, you know, I'm glad to be here, I think. Yeah. Well, last week I would have been here, except I had to work on Saturday, which is... yeah. Because lately we've gone to more of the system, hey, what's better this week for the collective, Friday or Saturday? Yeah. You answered immediately and said, I can't do either. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I had <laughs> supervision both nights. So. Well, I mean, I, I feel bad for saying, I hear you on the working too much. I think I put in 50 hours this week. Uh, <laughs> it was probably like a vacation for you. I think I had put in 50 hours by Wednesday. Yeah, uh, but I, I had several nights this week where, see, as we hit record, it is 10.04 p.m. here on the you know, Pacific time. There was a few times this week where I was actually probably asleep at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I just had a few days where it was an interesting week, a little bit stressful. Uh, nothing too, too bad, but um Yeah. Most nights I was probably asleep by 10.30. And here it is, 10 o'clock. We're hitting record. We're going to have some fun discussions. Uh, But before we get into it, are you drinking at all? Not tonight. Um, Just some water. I drank earlier in the day. I drank two denogonizers, and it was lovely. There you go. (laughs) I'm I'm chilling out now. There you go. Uh, Yeah. I laid off the alcohol all during the week, right? And then um, Friday came. Uh, we had temperatures in the mid, mid-60s. mid It felt wonderful. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to find some cheap dead animals, put it on the grill. And I picked up a six-pack of the 21st Amendment's, like, brew free or die with the cold IPA, which I never had before. I was like... I yeah. got money, I'll buy beer. Uh, I had two of those, and instantly I was, like, feeling it. I'm like, this is sweet, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> but with me, like, I, I'll have a couple of beers, and, like, I'll start feeling drunk. But then, like, you know, my tolerance kicks in. It's like, no, nope, you're normal. You can go drink 30 beers now, and you'll not feel any different. But right. tonight, just going through some stock, I don't – I am drinking a lot of Grains of Virtue because uh, we had Stash on. He missed him. He was here the last two weeks. Wow. <laughs> um, I had been drinking the P-O-double-G sour. Um, okay. But tonight I'm on the peanut butter solution uh, chocolate peanut butter stout. Okay. How is it? Um, It smells better than it tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you, though, it's been a while since I've had one. This is my third one. But when I say it smells better than it tastes, it smells it's delightful. I mean, right. it's more chocolatey than peanut buttery, like because it kind of has like this really overly artistic what you would say is a peanut butter cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's more 
chocolate than peanut butter. If it had more of a peanut butter presence, I would say Amaze Balls, but right. it's still good. Okay. All right. Good in the three out of five, good. Not like, yeah. go out and buy it now. Like, why haven't you tried it yet, you loser kind of thing? Right. But, it, but it, it, if you haven't had a buddy who gave you a couple, I'd say you're pretty lucky, but right. I wouldn't say go out, buy it. You're missing out. Make sure you have it. But right. Um, did you see the Dime Breed is doing Hoarder Porter again? Yeah, we. I actually have some. Did you go get some? I think they've done it twice consecutive because we. It's been a while since we've been there, and I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to like kind of triangulate when I was there last, but the last time I was there, they did have it. Mm-hmm. I remember we came home with a four-pack, um, but I think they've announced it being in cans since then as well. Right. But they did come out with a new one. What was it called? Like 1851? Might be an IPA of some sort. Kind of curious, not like curious enough to be like, yeah, let's go to Oakdale. But um. I do want to try it, but I, I feel like they've been doing less new stuff lately. Am I wrong in feeling that way? Or does it just seem like they've been kind of stagnant as far as? Well, I think, I don't know. They have so many beers and so many of them are good anyways. Why not bring back some of the best? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about companies just constantly coming out with new beers like make some good ones stick with them for a long ass time and then maybe dabble here and there like i don't think you need 397 beers that's part of my problem with drake and ginger brown like (laughs) it's a great beer but they have a thousand beers and it's just another one of their great beers that they brewed one time for a few months and now it's gone and i will never see it again because they have a thousand beers and they've probably forgotten that it existed there's probably no one at drake's thinking you know it'd be fun let's make some ginger brown yeah just like I'll never see a Canadian breakfast or whatever it was. We'll never see that one again either. Like yeah. we'll, we'll forever be chasing it, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I just feel like without the lack and once in a while coming out with something new, it is it, hard to drive me in, I guess. Right. Um, it's been a while since they've, it's been a while since Diane Bree has made me think I need to go to Oakdale. Is actually lately it's been more grains of virtue. That's just because they keep churning out things like peanut butter stout, <laughs> right? <laughs> and sweet dog sours and stuff. Like that. But I don't think I've ever had a beer from Grains of Virtue that made me want to go out to Oakdale to get it. Like fact- some of them have sounded amazing, but none of them have been that I've tried have made me want to go out to Oakdale to get them. Well, I mean, when you put it like that, they've had maybe one that's made me want to go out because I've had it before and I want it again. But they do a good job of doing enough interesting things periodically that made me think, oh, they... Because with grains, 
they tend to do like can drop. They call them can drops, right? Like, right. I'm just saying that not for your sake. I know you know, but but for the audience who maybe doesn't, <laughs> like half of our listeners at least are hail from Pennsylvania, so they do can drops, and it's usually like on a Friday, and it, there's four of them, and they tend to do that, and chances are one or two are going to pique my interest. And if it's at a time when I have money and have the time, I'll be like, I will go. Uh, that's right. how I ended up with the Snoop Dogg, Pete, you know, whatever it was that I've had in the last two weeks, the audience knows. And then this is because they came out with four and I'm like, two of them seem good. I'll just drive out there, buy two four packs and go home, right. uh, which is obviously less of an adventure for me than it is for you. <laughs> you know for me it's you know 20 minutes give or take but right um yeah but like dying breed just hasn't done that they 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 like you said they have a lot of quality but just not to the point where i'm like all right well i really need to go because i just have to have made in the ipa you know right that doesn't happen in my brain, but I will tell you one brewery that's starting to kind of grab my attention again that hasn't in a long time is actually uh, Dust Bowl. Oh, really? Well, they've been churning out some new stuff, like the Golden One. I'm not that interested in, but they were canning something different the other day in 16-ounce cans. I'm like, okay, oh, yeah. I might yeah. find my – and, you know, if Mrs. Eppy wasn't sick right now, I probably would have pulled one of those, hey – why don't we just sneak out there and have some lunch and get some beer, you know? Right. Especially with the weather we've been having, it's been mid sixties. It's been quite pleasant. Like after a month straight of rain. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, got my house re-roofed uh, almost two years ago to the day. Um, thank God. Because <laughs> <laughs> there is no way it would have survived what we went through <laughs> in December. Right. <laughs> I, I probably uh, would have just, uh, if we had not got it re-roofed, I probably would have, if I had to live through that with how things were prior to that, I probably would have just burned my house down and hoped I could get the insurance money, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's hope they don't catch on. I do this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. While you're talking about that, I'm also like, like, I'm sure you see me looking up every once in a while. There's a rat in our attic and this motherfucker will not get caught. No kidding. It's frustrating. We have, all right. We don't have an attic in our house. You know that audience probably doesn't. Um, We don't have an attic because we have a flat roof, but over where our uh, the bathroom where we let guests use, but we affectionately call our house is the green bathroom. Uh, yeah. There's something that tends to find itself in the ceiling of that bathroom. Um, I don't know how to fuck to catch it. I don't. Right. But I mean, I feel less bad because you have a critter, you have an attic, and you're still having difficulties. Like right. They're resourceful motherfuckers is what they are. It is so bad. Like, there were days, there still are days, where I'm sitting in bed, and you hear a thud and what sounds like <laughs> footsteps. 
going across the attic. I'm like, there's someone living in my walls. No. <laughs> yeah, it was that bad. Jeez. And so what I ended up doing is I now have a camera in my attic and a motion light. Mm-hmm. So when there's any kind of fucking movement that light goes on and the camera starts recording and I can see exactly what's in there. And since I've done that, wouldn't you know, no thuds and footsteps. But it's, it's it, like, I'll be more considerate now. <laughs> right. But it was really bad. Like it was, it seriously, the first time it happened, we're laying in bed and it's like one o'clock in the morning or something like that. And we hear the thud. It was me and my wife right above our bedroom. We hear the thud and the footsteps. And we both sit right up in bed. And we're like, what the fuck was that? And I went right down the stairs and got a uh, ladder and got up into my attic. I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. It might be a person and that person might kill me, but I'm going to figure out what's in that attic. Right. Nothing. Saw nothing. Um. And then two weeks ago, I heard it again. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. So I put a camera up there. And hasn't happened since, but I can hear that fucking rat above my head right now. It's pissing me off. Yeah, because it's only a matter of time before, you know. Because you have to wonder, like, how is it sustaining life, right? Right. How is it being fed? How is it getting water? Um. Yeah, so annoying, man. Because because I, I called. I had a. Gosh, I want to say it was Terminex. I had Terminex come out. Mm-hmm. They, they did a free inspection on our home because, like, I covered the crawl space. I built like a brand new like deal to go over my crawl space because um, probably about a year ago, we actually had a possum die under our house. Oh, jeez. And as you can imagine, it stunk inside the house until I crawled my happy ass down there and like dragged this dead carcass out mm-hmm. and threw it in my neighbor's trash can. Um, right. Less mean than it sounds. Like I'm surprised the guy is still alive. To be honest with you, <laughs> uh, it, it's crazy to think. Like so, my neighbor. Uh, I'll just sidetrack myself here. Two years older than my dad. Yeah. My dad. Born in 51, because I know, like, back when my neighbor was more spry and out and about, he told me he was born in 49. His dad comes over multiple times a week to just check on him. His dad. His dad, who had to have been born in the 20s, is still, (laughs) right? That's wild. Yeah. (laughs) His dad, who some days looks better walking around than my own dad does, who's in his 70s. Um, <laughs> um, and I actually got the notice from Mrs. Epi just texted me um, that the said critter uh, is actually above little Epi's room right now. So, oh. but I had terminates come out and they said, well, we can seal up the perimeter of your house, and make sure they can't get in, but there's nothing we can do to get the things that are in out. Right. And really, and he made a decent attempt at a joke. He he said, you know, we can <clears throat> put like bright lights down there. Um, we down there, yeah, the crawl space. We can put bright lights down there. We can like blast some Amy Grant music because he wants to listen to that. And I'm like, I kind of give him a chuckle, but 
but then he sent over a quote like for like a two-year contract i don't know they wanted like two grand or something Mm -hmm. but they couldn't guarantee they could trap the animal just if i noticed breaks in the perimeter of my house where they could get in they would fix it but i'm like i don't want to commit to two grand or two years for it's like can i just get you to get the fucking thing that's running around the walls like how hard is that right (sighs) yeah so we the guy came into our house and he's like oh well you gotta you definitely got a couple spots in your in your walls where they can get in so what we could do is we could rip out your old insulation we can spray new foam insulation and it has a chemical that prevents rodents from coming in and we would seal up those those two spots where they are kind of coming in or where they are likely to come in um and then we'll spray the foam we'll make your make all of your insulation new and you won't have any more rodent problems and it's guaranteed for 20 years but it's going to cost you. I'm like, all right, well, write me a, a quote. It sounds amazing. So let's see how much it is. It was $6,000. I'm like, no. Nuh-uh. 1000 to remove some old fiberglass insulation and spray some new stuff in? Yeah. 6000 Yeah. I'm going to guess if they had come back and said two, you probably would have been like, sign me up. Yeah, that's probably accurate. It sounds like, holy crap, like, how much is that just going to paying for your next vacation? I don't get it. Right. Uh, I would have expected something. Yeah, six. No, I would have said go fuck yourself, too, at (laughs) 6,000. Honestly. (laughs) I don't blame you one bit. That sounds like way out of bounds. Yeah, <laughs> but I would like those fucking rats to go away, man. And, and we've I, got like 10 different traps up in the garage or up in the attic. I don't know how he hasn't run into one yet. There were more than, there were two. Mm-hmm. And one of them was caught the first day we put traps out. He was a dumb friend, apparently. <laughs> this one's much smarter. Yeah. So to backtrack a little bit, talking about Oakdale Breweries, we haven't talked about Last Call in a long time. And they have one of my favorite beers of all time that will never come back ever again as well. I thought I thought Joey came on and told us it has come back just under a different name because they got threatened with the lawsuit. I haven't seen anything like that's the same um, kind of description. Mm-hmm. But they do have a sour right now that I would not mind trying at all. It's called Baked Apple Pie. Okay. And it's in uh, collaboration with Blooming Camp. So they're using some apple juice from Blooming Camp. They once did a stout with them. Remember the around the same time? It, we, we can say because no one listens. It, it was the Mangalorian, right? Was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The milkshake, I, milkshake, whatever it was, that was. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, at around the same time, they did some sort of like cinnamon, cinnamon roll stout. Oh yeah, um, I remember that. That was good. Yeah, it was like the tail of two beers because the front end of that was really heavy. Yeah, they definitely were throwing 
full ass cinnamon rolls into the <laughs> the tank, mm. and it was very much better on the back end. But um, the baked apple pie, I, I would give that a try. Right. I would. I don't. It's kind of funny how we all collectively don't care for <laughs> for kind of the same reasons. <laughs> yeah, I would give that a try. I'll yeah, I'd give it a try too. If I was going to Oak, oh, I might be going to Oakdale tomorrow. Oh. I might just stop by and try it. What would possibly have you going out to Oakdale on a Sunday? Um, well, you know, my mother-in-law does the state sales. Oh, yes. And she's yes. doing one in Oakdale tomorrow. My wife is helping. Oh. Yeah. So I might just make a little trip out to Oakdale. And my son has started driving. No, I, I, yeah, he got his permit. I saw. Yeah, got his permit last Tuesday. Had his first driving lesson on Wednesday, and so he could probably use. I think he could use some uh, practice driving out to Oakdale. We uh, <laughs> to, to be as vague as I can for the audience. Uh, our middle child is a few months older than your son. And yeah. we, we saw uh, Mrs. Beardo's post about your son getting his permit, and we, we mentioned it to our kid. Um, hey, you know, <laughs> Beardo's son got his. It, it, it was very much met with a meh. <laughs> He's younger than you, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, well, I mean, I keep trying to, like, you know, because driver's ed is not fun, right? Right. Keep trying to remind him. I was like, you know what? It's the least fun part of it. The fun part is driving. Mm-hmm. You have to do that part first. Yeah. And it's fun because then you can drive and feel some. Yeah, but we were lucky. We had drivers at school. Mm. Do you did you took it at school, right? I you did. Sophomore, yeah, sophomore year. That that's the only way. My my parents were somewhat cool about this, where they were like. We will pay for you to take drivers in whatever when you hit that magical age or whatever. But I got lucky because our high school offered it um, before school. So second semester, sophomore year, when I was, I would have been 15. Um, I got in. So for a month, I got to. I had the privilege of going to school early in the winter time, an hour walking my happy ass because obviously I could drive um, to take free driver's ed, right? With Mr. Uvaldi, and I'll say his name because yeah, he's probably no more. But um, <laughs> he was crazy. He was absolutely amazing. He made that class. He did. Amazing. Especially considering most of those days were spent in the dark and cold, and I mean, just getting there. Not that you and I live too terribly far from high school, but uh, the, the years in which we didn't drive were the wettest years, if you recall. Um, mm-hmm. That was the last time I felt like we had rain like we recently had. Right. And of course, it happened when you and I could not drive and we were stuck in it. Because um, <laughs> I, I would say we a mile ish we lived from high school. Yeah, about Uh, that. Maybe most of the time we watch, but there are some days where Mm -hmm. it just rained so bad we would actually wait for your dad to pick us up. Right. (laughs) Because you and I were not slackers; we weren't lazy. We would just. But. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, so yeah, got a free. So, so it made it easier just knowing that it was done at school. I there was no way to really ignore it, and it was over within six weeks. Yeah, well, you remember a friend who could do a perfect impression of Mister Ugaldi. Do you remember? No, Brett was perfect <laughs> at doing oh, it. He was so good at so many impressions, though. <laughs> I don't remember them all, but I remember his Mr. Ugaldi impression, and it was amazing. He would do him and um, the science teacher, who was also my football coach. Uh, Webb? Yeah. Webb. He was so good at that, too. So. <laughs> I, won't into, I won't go to any more specifics than this, but I, I actually saw uh, – Coach Webb's son this past week. Oh. Small yeah. world, small world that we live in. Yeah, I run into him quite often. I actually will be running into him on Monday. Yeah. I haven't had the, I haven't really had an enemy to ask him why he left Oakdale. I I wanna know. Money maybe. That much more? I mean I maybe, I don't know. You know, or maybe he just wasn't given getting the opportunities he wanted. Where uh, was he? Was he at the high school? Junior high. He was at the no. junior high. He tried getting into the district office a couple of times, I think. And he probably felt really blocked. And much like some of other people, I'm, re- I'm raising my hand right now. Much like some other people realized they weren't going to get the opportunities they felt they deserved, so they, they moved on. And actually, you, you included. Um, yeah, that's exactly why I'm wearing that. Although we both did it months after we said, it's not looking good. We're going to stay where we are for now. <laughs> so, and then we left anyways. We have a little member at the moment. Yeah. We do. Why are you in here? Uh, because I want to tell you it's already like 1030. Right. I'm an adult. That's okay. Oh, well, you can just say it super late. child on our hands you get to stay up super late like, right super late <laughs> that boy what does that mean when that boy like that I don't know, probably three-year-old like with the like yeah like. <laughs> right <laughs> yep <laughs> all right well hey well we spent a lot of time talking about oakdale which should always remind at least us of football because right all anyone in oakdale cared about was football so let's get into football um We've made it to uh, Championship Sunday. Right. Uh, third time in four years, Beardo, your Niners are playing for the right to go to the Super Bowl. That's so crazy. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like it's that often. Right. But it's like you're always there. And it's like, yeah. that must be kind of nice. I wish I knew what that felt like. Uh, <laughs> I don't right. know. I just realized I didn't record a. Uh, Stash of scores, not that it matters because he's so far gone. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, so the Niners are there the game. Uh, I think they play at noon, so maybe you can sneak away from that estate sale 
maybe get some of that last call beer, but then sneak over to look dying breed and just watch the game. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what time this day sale is going on, but maybe you can sneak away and watch some football while uh, the other adults handle the business. Perhaps. Um, uh, so let me start with you. Yeah, we, we, I haven't seen you in a while. You're the Niners fan. Yeah. Thank what you. are your thoughts heading into tomorrow's <laughs> NFC Championship game between the Niners and the Eagles? Uh, well, I'm super nervous. Um, I mean, San Francisco has a killer defense and it's been killer all year. Like they really got, I mean, they've been good all year and they really got dialed in probably after the fourth or fifth game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, having Brock Purdy as your quarterback while he's been fantastic, there's a chance he's going to just suck tomorrow especially with it being freezing ass cold, especially with it being super loud, especially being in a, a, um, away stadium. So mm-hmm. being the visitors, like anything that can be against him tomorrow is against him tomorrow. So if he's going to have a really bad game, it's going to be tomorrow. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty nervous. However, I still pick the 49ers to win. Okay. I mean, that's the right choice. To be honest, that's the right choice. Uh, right. And I think it's mostly because of the defense. I think the 49ers are going to come away with probably four scores. So I'm going to go 28 to 17. Um, I think the 49ers will force some turnovers. Yeah. Um, I want to address one thing. So freezing ass cold probably is not going to be a worry. Um, kickoff is 3 p.m. Uh, local time. It's actually going to be 50 degrees in Philadelphia at 3 p.m. tomorrow. So not terrible, for not especially, terrible. For, especially for late uh, January. Um, right. And, and I get your concerns in regards, like, you know, it's pretty, right? Last pick of the draft, rookie. Uh, you have to have that feeling that at some point <laughs> the other right. shoes are going to drop. It's like, can it just be like the preseason next year? Can we make it through this? Because um, because I, I like your score. Because I I too am going to go the Niners because I feel like their biggest challenge was last week. Because mm-hmm. uh, that Cowboys defense is no joke. Like, I'm not saying this about Micah Parsons just because he's a Penn State guy, but that guy is a freak. Um, that defense with Dan Quinn leading it for the Cowboys, I mean, it's no joke. Um, right. It was going to be tough. The, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. It was going to be tough. So this game won't be that bad. So I do think the defense of the Niners can do enough to give the offense the opportunities. So with that said, does the offense make enough of it to get by? Because the Eagles, with granted with a bye week, but Jalen Hurts, I know is not a hundred percent. I'm not sure how close or far from a hundred percent he is. They put up 38 last week. They got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Um, still mad the Giants didn't win because that would have made the Niners be at home tomorrow. Right. Uh, and I would have considered going into massive debt to go. 
Uh, Just like I considered going when it was last week with the Cowboys. Um, But I I just keep reminding because this in the statistical categories, Eagles were number one on offense, but the Niners were number one on defense. And I'm just going to go with the old adage defense wins championships. And the Eagles have to face a Niners defense, which is the hard part. So I feel like the Niners defense can slow the Eagles down enough to give the Niners offense enough wiggle room to score more. Um, because I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like in the biggest statement I will make beyond the Niners winning, and I think you had a great score, Beardo. Obviously, can't copy it. But I'm going to go 27-24. But I will say this. I think the winner of the Super Bowl is in this game. Mm -hmm. Whether it is the Niners or the Eagles, I feel like whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to be from the NFC. And I will go on to say Stash picked the Niners 21-7. Chitty picked the Niners 17-14. And of no surprise – Dodger went Eagles because that's his team. He went 20, 29 24. Um, yeah. 29's an odd score, not unheard of. Because um, I think last year when we went to the Browns, the Browns Chargers game, I think there was two games that were like 29 22. So it does happen. Not often, but it does happen. Right. I'm going to put Mrs. Eppy on the spot real quick. Sorry, Mrs. Eppy. Huge Niners fan yourself. What are your thoughts going into tomorrow's NFC Championship game? Um, well, I don't spend huge amount of time thinking about it. I'm just nervous and hopeful that they win. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. I'll finish off with this. Uh, Berto and I were in, in band together in high school, and I remember one week, uh, as a part of band, we got to go to one of the playoff games. Probably was our it was our senior year, and uh, the the team made it pretty far, I think, to the section championship. But I remember I'm not sure which playoff game it was, but there there was someone really uh, smart in the trumpet section uh, that I was in. I won't say his name, not that it matters. Uh, but he was like, you know, straight to Berkeley scholarship smart, you know. Um, I remember he came up with a chant. <laughs> it was simply kill, maim, dismember. And that's what I want tomorrow to be. I just want the Niners to kill, maim, and dismember the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I want them, I want the Eagles to go home battered and bruised and make them wish they'd even show up. Right. So. That's what I want, too. And I have the joy. The, the best part about me is, like, <laughs> I can have all the joy in them winning, but I don't have to suffer the heartache if they lose. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, let's be honest, I felt like they were kind of um, – they they've been playing with house money or since Jimmy G broke his foot. Yeah, they really have. <laughs> So mm-hmm. to, to have been on your third QB, because we were there 
We were there when Trey Lance broke his leg. Yeah. Um, to have been down to your third string quarterback who barely even got drafted to still be in the NFC Championship game, it's amazing. Like, like I said, they're on house money. Like, they can just go for it, balls to the wall, and see what comes out the other side. But I, I'm confident they they could be either the Chiefs or Bengals if that's who it, you know if they they win. So, um, I'll start the next game off. Um, I feel like we have kind of a mix based on the three people who submitted scores before our conversation. Um, I'm going to be divided on this, but I am going to pick Cincinnati to win the AFC championship. I mean, I don't want to see Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. They went last year. Like mm-hmm. I, my hope for Joe Burrow was that he was going to have like the Dan Marino career you know, make the Super Bowl and like his second season and just never go back again. But everyone loves him because he's great and he's just, he doesn't want he doesn't win a championship. But I, I just feel like the stars have aligned for some Bengals Niners rematch from like the late 80s. Uh I, I feel like we're headed that way. So I don't want Cincinnati to win, but I'm picking them for two reasons. One uh, Patrick Mahomes is not 100%. Um, I know he le- – I think they said he had a high ankle sprain. Um, That's no joke. That's a problem. That, that is no joke. You can't fake it. You can't speed that up. That is – like maybe if they make it to the Super Bowl, he can be 90% by then because that's a few weeks from now. But you can't fake that recovery. And honestly – Half of what make Patrick Mahomes what he is is because he can move around. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if he can't move around, then he is still better than most. But he, he isn't as magical if he can't scramble. Right. And then there's the other aspect to it in that Joe Burrow seems to have the Chiefs number. Um, the Bengals have beat Kansas City three straight times. Um, so they seem to have the upper hand in that. So I'm going to go Cincinnati. This makes this fun. Let's say they win 30 to 27. Because there should be offense in this game. They really should. Um, right. Beardo, what do you got? Well, I actually would like to see the Bengals go. Um, I like, I like. I like Kansas City. I like Patrick Mahomes. I think they're fantastic. But I also like seeing different people being successful. And Kansas City's been to the championship game five years in a row now. I mean, nuts, right? That's crazy. Absolutely wild. Like, that's, that's dominant. Um, Right. If he, I saw something earlier, not to get you off. I saw something earlier. If you go back like 10, 12 years, Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes has been in every AFC championship in the last like, like I saw that too. That's crazy. I would say we need more variety, but three of the four teams playing tomorrow <laughs> were here last year. So, right. Anyways. Which, I mean, fantastic. And I'm glad that my 49ers are one of them. But um, I don't know. I would like the Bengals to win. Also, because we've also established that I've liked the Bengals 
for a long time as well. Um, and to be honest, when the 49ers played the Bengals in the 80s in the Super Bowl, I was rooting for the Bengals because I was a young kid and I liked Tigers. So the Bengals were my team. Um, so I'd like to see 49ers and Bengals, but since I'd like the Bengals to win, I'm actually going to pick the Chiefs to win because <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is just dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been around long enough. He knows how to, he knows how to play. So he'll come out ready to go. And even if he's not a hundred percent, he's, he's still going to be lethal. So he's going to do enough to win. And I think it'll be a shootout. I think it'll be a high scoring game. So I'm going to go 35-32. Okay. And before I announce the other three scores, I'm going to ask Mrs. Eppie one more question. Because right, Mrs. Eppie's dad uh, was a Bengals fan. Mrs. Eppie, was it your dad's lo- love of the Bengals that made you a Niners fan? Did that help in you becoming a Niners fan? Or was it the colors? Or was it – because you were also young and impressionable in the 80s as well because we so were all born in the in that- 80s. The Niners were really good, and that made my dad really mad because he was a Bengals fan. He wanted the Bengals to win. And so I started rooting for the 49ers because it made my dad mad, <laughs> and that's how I became a Niner fan. <laughs> I had a feeling I, just want- I wanted it to be on record, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I support that fully. <laughs> It, it makes me feel the slightest bit happy as a father now that my daughter, Lola P, doesn't hate my team. I, I think she leans more Niners because she loves her mommy, but um, she does support both, which will make it really awkward next year when we're at the Browns and Niners game. Um, but to round this out, uh, Stash had Kansas City 28-10. Dodger had Cincinnati 42-17. And Chitty has Cincinnati twenty to seventeen. So uh, that's some low scoring games right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like if they're if I had to choose one to be lower scoring than the other, I'd say it'd be the NFC game. Um, mm-hmm. The defenses in the AFC uh, matchup just aren't as good. Um, but I, I'm sticking to the defense wins championships. It might be ugly, but we're at that point in the year where ugly doesn't matter. A win is a win. Like, there's no style points anymore. So, um, I would just end it with best of luck to you, uh, Beardo and Mrs. Eppy, and having a wonderful viewing experience tomorrow. And I uh, hope you all can uh, come out of it happy because um, that means we should be planning a Super Bowl party. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that said, uh, to the audience at home, listen in, uh, as always, uh, thank you for being there. Make sure you engage with us on Twitter or Facebook. Just search Alpine and Stash. Uh, you'll find us. And until next week, Beardo and I, we wish you a good afternoon, good evening, good evening, and good night. <laughs>